Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Feel like I need a shower just looking at you. What the fuck does that mean? They ain't been the same ever since. What? We cut the head off. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brad Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a passion attack coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got increased. I get no bitches. I'm old. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's podcast. This is episode 28 of this, I guess you can say rising, illustrious, whatever you want to call it, podcast. But also, we have to give you guys straight up out of the gate. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you are enjoying your time with family, friends, and you eating all the turkey you can get. Uh, <laughs> or if you don't eat turkey, you eat ham. Eating ass, but ham, chitlins, whatever you decide to eat. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it and and just being full of uh, laughter, thanks, and all you know, all the stuff that people like to pass over. Because everybody is pro Christmas, but don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving until it's too late. Like, oh yeah, it is Thanksgiving. Hey, come on, man. Like Thanksgiving, like, you, you get you got Thanksgiving breakfast, Thanksgiving din- lunch. You got Thanksgiving dinner one and two, and you got leftovers for the, for that Thanksgiving Friday. Cause come on now, it's a whole routine that goes around it. But we, we wanted to give you guys a welcome to a new tradition that is joining us here on the Gresham Lee's podcast, so you guys can enjoy this this podcast and hearing us talk about nonsense <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day. Because you're here, I'm here. And always joining me, as always, is the Queen of Rebels herself, Swella the Bandit. What's good with you, family? Hey, everybody. Um, okay, first of all, I just want to say today is a very, very good day. I got some sleep. Well, actually, I think I got too much sleep. I think, okay, so I think when it comes around this time of year, I want to say starting late October, getting into November and December and all of that. I think I turned into a bear because I don't want to go anywhere. I start hibernating. I just get a whole lot of sleep. And then the minute I do have energy to go somewhere, by the time I sit outside, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm only going to be out here for like 10 minutes. I'm going back home. (laughs) I'm going to stay out here all day. (laughs) I want to go back to my cave and go to sleep. Like I don't want to go nowhere. I think that's what it is. It's like, and this happens all the time. I didn't really catch on to it until I want to say, like, when I hit like 20 and 21, when I lived away, when I was in Arizona for a little while. And I was like, you know what? This has become a, this has like become a pattern. So I'm just like, you know what? I actually like this a little bit. Now we'll make it even better if, if I was like still generating money. Like, <laughs> that'd be you nice. Was, you wish you was sleep <laughs> making money? You just, yeah. You just want to be sleep making money. That yeah. makes sense. That, that makes a that makes. A I lot think they sense. make clinical studies on that stuff too. Like I'm, I'm you gonna try that sleep. out. Man, if 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 I get paid to sleep, man, I, I mean, would. I gotta try that out, and then I'll let you know. Let y'all know, like, hey, like, here, do this. Like, <laughs> I, I gotta push. I gotta help you out. Like, <laughs> on your off day, go here. Like. <laughs> Oh man, I got I gotta find that out. I know it can happen. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need, it need to happen. Like I, I want to get paid to just sit on my. Wait, I do that anyway. I about to say I want to get paid to just sit on my ass, but I do that anyway. Uh, <laughs> being an audio, a, a technical specialist, audio engineer, all I do get paid to just sit on my ass. So and make sure make people make sure people sound good. So uh, I guess I am getting my wish, even though I want more. I want yes. I want, I want more. I'm always never content. I'm always looking for the next big opportunity. Sometimes it could be a, a good thing or a detriment to my health. Depends on how yep. we look at it. <laughs> But as you guys continue to stuff your bellies with uh, chitlins, for those of you who eat chitlins, uh, let's give you. <laughs> I can't do that. Let's give you a mm. couple of house notes before we give you a quick rundown of today's podcast. Shout out to our Patreon backers over at patreon.com slash grass digital. We, we appreciate you guys. Um, Patreon exclusive content, like I said, is back. I've been saying it as much as possible. It is back, which includes the watching vibe videos where we react to a classic match or whatever we decide to watch. It can be a classic cartoon. We might actually do that one day. Like, yes, when the, when the holidays, we're gonna try to find a random episode of a cartoon. We'll look at it and whatever we throw on, we react to it with you. And if you haven't already, episodes one and through four are available now with a new one more than likely dropping after Thanksgiving because we're trying, we, we are pretty much. Scrambling, like I said, for those of you who don't know, this is a pre-taped episode because uh, it's, it's Thanksgiving. We are we eating just like you guys are, but we wanted to give you guys a little something for this for this episode. Like, we, there's no interruption right until the season finale, which is coming up very very soon. But a new episode of the Watching Vibe series will drop some more than likely next week. Uh, but those who are new, it's just one dollar to join, and Watching Vibe is available for all tiers. And if you want to join the club, you can do so today all right this week we're going to be talking about aew full gear 2022 is basically going to be a quick one because uh we just wanted to want to get you guys let you guys know who won the predictions speed round predictions there were a couple of matches that we didn't predict because aew likes to wait to the last minute to add matches they had added like three matches for the kickoff or the the buy-in whatever uh we'll talk about that in, in just a little bit and basically, the, the main highlights of of uh, a full gear was MJF. He won the AEW World Title after William Regal betrayed John Moxley. Okay. The returned to kick off a best of seven series. That does look like a dope poster. It is. Shout out to whoever made that. that, that visual. That's lit. <laughs> that is that is a dope visual right there. But that uh, could be a video game. That could be oh man. Yeah, it's for, really cool. For those of you who are listening in the audio format, it's basically a picture of Kenny Omega in the center and the Young Bucks doing their pose, and it's like you got a fireball going off in the back. It's a nice shot. That's you guys glorious. check it out if you haven't <laughs> already seen it on the video format that is available now wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're kicking off a, war, a, a best of seven series. We didn't know about it. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And then overall, the show was solid but long, again, oh, wow. as usual. Uh and, it was it was long. long. Like, I, I got I just got to be real. It was long. It, it was it, it was it, it, like one, by the time you got to the main event, you was exhausted. Whether you watched it the night of or watched the day after, because uh, someone I'm following on Twitter, uh, Humble Wrestling, he basically said it was exhausting just to watch it the next day. Even and he had a full day of sleep. So we'll talk about that briefly as well as we do on our typical retro review for this episode is the November 28, 2002 edition of SmackDown which saw Brock Lesnar continue his rampage after getting screwed out of the WWE title by Paul Heyman back at Survivor Series. 
And as and then to wrap up today's podcast, before we get to the chop it up with the bandit segment, we will be doing a speed round preview and predictions for Survivor Series War Games 2022, which will be going down this Saturday. Oh um, yeah, yeah. How could I forget? Now nah, this month is gone by too quick. Cr- yeah, because uh, I've one minute was November first. Now it's Thanksgiving. Like exactly. dang. Wait, can we have a notice? Like, can I please gear up for this? Don't sit here and just fly, man. This is too much. I, now I don't even know if I honestly I don't even know if I want. I kind of want to celebrate my birthday next year, but then I kind of don't. I kind of want to like take a like a, be a little laid more laid back next year. So I'm just like, dang. Like, can I ease my way into it first? Don't rush. Don't do that. Please. You know, let's let's get this done. Uh, but uh, yeah, this month is going by fast because I, I, my sense of time, I could have sworn it was just October. So it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> this I, don't, I can't do this. This uh, this and it, and then it won't stop. That's the bad part about it. <laughs> it won't stop. <laughs> it won't stop, and it definitely won't slow down. Like, huh. Oh man, but anyway, uh, we're gonna before we move on to the retro review, we're gonna talk about let's let's go ahead and talk AEW Full Gear 2022. Uh, basically, we're gonna be using this time to talk. Basically, we're gonna speed through everything and matches that I that I picked up and I watched this past Saturday. Uh, it, the buy-in had AEW All Atlantic Champion, firstly Squeeze, Orange Cassidy, and best friends Chuck Taylor, the Tripperetta, Rocky Marrera. Rocky Romero and Evil Dan Housen, because you know this is very nice, very easy. He was actually like the evil version of himself. They defeated the Fat Three, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Aaron Solo, and Lee Johnson and Cole Carter. It was it was basically a solid buy-in match. It got you, it, it warmed the crowd up for what it was. It, it wasn't a bad match. Would I tell you to go out of your way to watch it if you got free time? If you like, if you watch it, watch it on your free time. Uh, they cut to a to new AEW roster member, Kanosuke Takeshita. He is back with Renee P- Paquette, and he said he's honored to join All Elite Wrestling. So he was here on an excursion. For those of you who don't know that term, that's a, pretty much a ja- Japanese term for when a Japanese wrestler leaves their promotion on a leave to come here to America to test the waters and then go back. But uh, apparently he's he, he plans on moving to America. He said, my and I quote, my dream has come true. I'm moving to America and fight for my life for AEW. So he's basically a part of AEW. Wish him well. Hopefully, Tony does something with him and not just waste him away on dark like he does everybody else. Let's just hope for the best. Uh, we kicked off the second match, which was absolute Ricky Stars defeating the machine Brian Cage with Prince Nana to advance in the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. To and he will face all ego Ethan Page on Dynamite, which we won't talk about today because it's like I said, this episode was pre-recorded in advance. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, if you have, if I haven't told you already. Uh, then we had Matt King, Eddie Kingston with Ortiz defeat. I don't want to butcher this man's name. I'm sorry. Uh Hyun Akima Akima. So if I butcher that, I apologize, but Eddie King's the one on the buy-in. I don't want to uh, butcher that man name anymore. I need to study. I need to study more Japanese names because I feel like I be butchering <laughs> a lot of people's names on here, and that and that's my fault. I take responsibility for that. Um, then we switched to the main show, which saw Jungle Boy Jack Perry 
defeat Luchasaurus with Christian Cage in a I enjoyed this match for it. it was like if you want to go out of your way to watch this match, you 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 really should. It was a steel cage match. It was it was it wasn't perfect. It was it was a few moments where I, I was like when they exited the cage to bring in weapons, it's like it was a, it was enough space between the cage and the ring where they could have didn't even have to leave the cage. They literally could just dropped on the floor and just got the weapons out. But that's like a little nitpick on my end. But it was it was a, it was a fun match to start the the pay-per-view for what it was it was it was it was a a few a feud ender if you will hopefully i'm pretty sure they're not going to move on from christian cage and jungle boy because christian still got the shoulder injury or the elbow injury whatever injury was on on his arm so that was that and then so i would say check this match out and then we had the aew world trios championship match where death triangle surprisingly defeated the elite to retain and i was I was kind of bad, but I was like, oh, oh, okay. That's interesting. Little did I know that that was basically a setup for the best of series, the best of seven series for the AEW World Trios Championship that had started on AEW Dynamite. And which, uh, like I said, we won't talk about that match today, but it is going, it is going down. Match one happened at full gear. Second match on Thanksgiving Eve for Dynamite. Then the next match on the third, fourth, fifth. I mean, on, on the third, then they're going to have one at Winter's Coming, and then they'll have one on the Holiday Bash at you know, on December 21st, New Year's Smash, if necessary. So basically, the last three will be if necessary. Um, I said this before, and I said it again. There's <laughs> only so much of this match. I enjoyed this match for what it was. It's like you got the Lucha Libre style mm-hmm. clashing with the American uh, American style. And if you don't like the Young Bucks match, you can just listen to the crowd. They like it. It is what it is. But at the same time, hopefully they throw in some stipulation matches because I can only see the same trios match more than once before I I lose my mind because I will tap out after a while if (laughs) if if it's the same match every time. But I, I doubt they would throw this together without a plan. So hopefully they do something with this uh then we had aw tbs women's champion jade cargill with the baddies defeat the native beast nyla rose with vicky guerrero vicky guerrero and marina shafir vicky guerrero actually had them out there in the low rider a la eddie guerrero so that was a nice okay and she wore i'm your poppy shirt so (laughs) so it was a nice little uh tribute because i believe last week or the week before or or this past week it was like a, a anniversary of eddie's death so it was nice that they paid a tribute to that and jay cargill came out in, in looking as good as she as she want to look so but she retained the title and she's i believe in the mid middle 40s and oh so what? hopefully Hopefully, I, I see them getting her to 50 and then possibly dropping the title or they could just go to whole 100 and let her like let her have a double like a double a, a shot with both titles and kind of do that before they have her defeated then we had the match that i really i didn't personally care for it was the ring of honor world championship match the ocho chris jericho defeating claudio castanoli the american dragon brian dance and sammy guevara if you enjoyed this it was, it was when i looked when i was watching live i didn't i didn't care that didn't say that i didn't give it credit it was brian dancing great claudio great chris jericho i enjoy his work 
Sammy, I don't give a shit about who keeps inviting blood to the party. I don't know. <laughs> but and if you go back and see, because we was roasting his ass on Twitter because he was because he kept he wore some goofy ass cape. And I'm like, bro, you look retarded. <laughs> what are you doing? You look goofy. Is like, that the first time him wearing that cape or no? I think it was the first time because he had his initials on it. Oh, SG. Gosh. And I'm like, you, you, you goofy motherfucker. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't care about the dude, but I will get these jokes out. Exactly, and I'm still roast his ass. Like theory, cashing in the money in the bank on the U.S. title. Man. I'm, I'm gonna roast, I'm gonna roast, I'm gonna roast the hell out of everybody. I don't give a damn. I don't care I what you say. On that too. Like, I don't care if you still. I don't care if you redeem yourself or you're rebuilding. I'm, yep, I'm always gonna remember that. I'm still that talking ain't going about nowhere. Go cash it in on an open challenge. I'm gonna I'm that goofy and lose. Goofy. <laughs> uh, then we had the uh, oh Chris Jericho retain. But uh, then we had Saray. Uh, like if you want to watch this match, if you if you just so happen to to keep watching after the Jay Cargill and Nyla Rose match, it's not a bad match. I'll say, but I just personally didn't care for it. Then we had Saray. Um, returned to the ring for the first time in over five years to defeat Dr. Britt Baker DMD. It was a solid match. I'll give him, I'll give them that. It wasn't the best. Soraya is obviously rusty. They didn't really mesh all that well, but I will give her a chance, if you will. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, write her off as a bad match, if that makes sense. Um, I just wanted to make sure she was straight, especially after that incident that we talked about with that car accident. Cause yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, they still ain't ain't told me who 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 ran over with the car, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. But uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they uh it, it, it the the focus of match was her neck, so okay. that was that. But it wasn't a bad match. Like it okay. was, was it could have been better. But I just wrote it off as Saray ain't been in the ring and however long she has to adjust her style from not re- trying to re-injure her neck. So what can what can you do with that? Right, right. Uh, next up, we have the TNT Championship match, triple threat match, big meaty men smacking meat, whole bunch of meat being smacked. It was a uh, ring of the world television champion, Samoa Joe defeating powerhouse Hobbs and Warlow to win the title. I was legit shocked. I was like, wait, for real? But then when you <laughs> watch the match, it was basically Joe outsmarting them. He basically, and they both, I like the shot that they had where both of them acknowledged that they got schooled by the, by, by the veteran. It was like, damn, we got, we got schooled. <laughs> I'm interested to see what they do. Joe's a double champion is uh, Joey two belts as some people called him. Joey two belts. So it's like he, he got the Ring of Honor World television title, the title that I don't really care for, and the TNT title, which has pretty much been cursed for ever since Cody lost it. Hmm. It's like the relevance of it hasn't really been prominent because I'm going to be honest with you, this this TNT title reign for Warlow has been weak for me because they didn't have him beat anybody prominent. They kept having him ha- beat squashes. It was like squash mm-hmm. matches. After the Scorpio Sky match, it was just a whole bunch of squash after squash after squash. So it's like this ain't really doing nothing for me. And then they kind of killed some of his heat. And the fault is of Tony Khan with the booking because it's like, bro, you don't book your him. He's red hot right now. You book him in infused against some big names like your like your Brian Danielsons or your 
or or your Claudio Castanelli is coming at the TNT title. Give him some prominent. Don't give him nobody named Arya Davari and all these other people that nobody really outside of who watches Dark cares about. Come on, like you gave yeah, him yeah, a week run. Better. Yeah, you gave, you gave him a week run. So hopefully, with the, hopefully with this, they got they, he unfortunately didn't. He fortunately didn't take the pin, but unfortunately, Powerhouse Hobbs did. So hopefully. They rebuild both to the point where we we can actually care. I will care about powerhouse. I will actually care about powerhouse Hobbs no matter what because he is good. He is he's coming along swellingly since the breakup of Team Taz, so I can give them that. But they gotta they gotta do something. They gotta do something with that TNT title and actually make it mean something. Like don't even. And then now that Joe has it, don't put him in the team just to put him in the team. Put him in a feud and actually make it mean something. Even if it is Wardlow for a bit, and then you switch to Powerhouse Ops, give him some viable challenges that people with. care for. Don't give him no squashes. Don't give him no quick matches. Give him actual matches, and don't save the prominent or the key moments in his build, his run for Dark or Rampage. Just go full throttle. That's it. Then we had a match that was full of shenanigans, but I enjoy shenanigans because you know how I am. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen defeated Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dutt and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I enjoyed this match for what it was. If you check it out, like if you check it out and not expecting it to be like a full technical classic, it was just basically there to be fun. This is your match for you. And then we had, in my opinion, one of the matches of the night, if not the match of the night, it was AEW Interim. Women's championship match, Jamie Hayter defeat Dot. I about to say Dr. Britt Baker. Jamie Hayter defeat Tony Storm to win the title in what I feel was a hell of a match. It was bloody, literally. Tony busted up, but got busted. Oh. Jamie Hayter was just literally knocking everything out apart. Like everything, everything was executed perfectly. It was it was immaculate. And then Jamie just fits looking like her with the title makes sense. And then I wrote down for the love of God, scrap the interim shit. Cause this, because all of this won't mean a damn thing because <laughs> technically Thunder Rosa is still the women's world champion. Whoever it's like, I was willing to give the interim stuff a chance. I am not anymore. It makes no sense in the scripted sport just strip the champion if they're injured because they they say they, they want her to she'll possibly be cleared by january no dog <laughs> if you're going to do interim you should give the champion 30 days to get back or you have to script the other title yeah that, that makes a whole lot of sense 30 to 60 days a little, yeah a good 30 60 60 days max yeah, but after, but if it's gonna be it's here, it is November, and and she probably possibly won't be back until January, and she lost, and she I think she went down with an injury in May. That's too long, and then Tony Storm's reign doesn't even matter because it was interim, so it's like you enjoy this match, and you enjoyed like oh let's 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 get this elephant out of the room. Tony Storm's title reign was in ring wise was great. Out of the ring to make you actually care about the match. That shit was dog. That was dog shit. Now this match, it's like you enjoy you you you're happy for, it, but then you have that little 
thing in your ear where you're like, it really don't matter because it's not an actual title reign. She's still interim. Oh, okay. So it's like they need it's to like just go ahead. Fishing. Yeah, so they need to go ahead and scrap that uh interim shit so we can actually enjoy this title reign for Jamie Hayter. I think that's how you feeling about Ring of Honor too, because Oh, ring no, matter many, no matter how many times it has popped up, you be like, y'all need to just go ahead and just let that go. Like, let it go or move it somewhere. Like, it's in the let it go. It's not serving any purpose. It's really not. Unless it, it's like the only way Ring of Honor serves purpose if it's a Ring of Honor show. You're having Ring of Honor stuff happen on AEW. You're oversaturating, uh, or you're you're interrupting the flow of the AEW stuff. For Ring of Honor stuff with Chris Jericho and Samoa Joe and all these people in the the embassy with Prince Nana and his crew, it's like, mm-mm. give Ring of Honor either AEW Dark until y'all can get a TV deal, mm-hmm. or just put it on ice until you get a TV deal because it's messing up with the flow and it's making me not really enjoy AEW Weekly TV because it's always there. It's just there, <laughs> and it's like you have no prominence to the letters AEW if you're just Ring of Honor. You're just, you're just taking TV time away from Ricky Starks and your powerhouse Hobbs and all these other people who are probably, who could probably use that TV time to get, get over as a character. Figure the shit out. Uh, then we had the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Uh, the acclaimed re- defeat, Swerve in our glory to retain the tag team titles. This match wasn't as good as the first two, but it wasn't bad. You could tell it was it was at this point where this match happened where I was literally dozing off and falling asleep because I was just up exhausted. And before somebody come at me before saying, oh, it wasn't that long. Like you, you probably don't have a job or a show <laughs> that requires you to wake up at five o'clock in the morning <sighs> to go catch a train to Man. go clock in and be ready for a show that starts at eight. And then you have to be there until 10 p.m. So while the show was going on, I was doing it sh- like it was I was operating the show. I had this on playing in the background, but I was operating the show <laughs> and I was up all day. I was exhausted. So spare me with the oh, it wasn't that long. Man, you try to work my 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 type of my type of schedule and then tell me about staying up all day. Man. I'm tired of that. Like I tired. Of, I'm tired of that excuse. They be like, oh, oh, working ten yeah. hours and you don't even know when you going to ever get off. This show was this. While this show was going on, I was in the middle of a fifteen hour shift. See, I laugh when people do us like that. Oh, you just you man, shut up, shut <laughs> up, <laughs> shut up, shut the fuck up, <laughs> like damn. Uh, but yeah, this was this wasn't the like I could say I could tell you this was the weaker of the three matches, and and I I watched it back the next day and I was like, eh. but they, they basically build the story to where it's the breakup of Swerve and our glory because during the match Swerve slapped Keith Lee, and Keith walked out on him and he they lost the title that way so I'm pretty sure the fallout is going to see Swerve versus Keith Lee at some point. I've been waiting. Like, I enjoyed them as a tag team, but I've been waiting on Keith Lee to finally be a singles guy, go after the TNT title, possibly be the first black world heavyweight champion. Give him 
everything. Same with Swerve. Like, if you want to give Swerve a TNT title reign, want to give him, uh, let him challenge for the World Heavyweight title, shake up the main event scene now that MJF is the world champion. And speaking of the main event and MJF being the world champion, and the main event was AEW world champion uh, John Moxley falling to MJF to win the title thanks to William Regal. And MJF is now the youngest, literally, youngest AEW world champion <laughs> in history. And he was playing the anti-hero role, basically. He's still a prick. He's He was still flipping off people. Mm. And... Uh, but yep, William Regal passed him the the knuckles, and now John Moxley can go enjoy his vacation. Yeah, because he, he, he like, put yeah, out the, I need a break. I'm tired. He put he put, out, he put out because remember when CM Punk oh. went down with an injury, he's supposed to go on a uh, on a vacation. But mm-hmm. that debacle with the with the medium scrum or the press conference uh, caused him to postpone his vacation. He had to step up. And now that he stepped up and he dropped the title to MJF, let him have a vacation. Let him let him go rest, relax. Yeah. Give him a, give him until the spring off. Like just give it. Like even if he done with his vacation, give him paid time off. Cause that man, y'all bet on the wrong course, time and time again. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the wrong course, um, there was a fuck CM Punk chant. Oh what? Yeah, it was uh, it was doing the it was doing the elite, and when I heard that, I said, "Oh, okay." And then when and then when I saw when I heard it clear as day, I was like, "Don't y'all ever and hear hear me clear, since y'all say fuck CM Punk, don't y'all ever hijack a show, don't y'all ever shape y'all mouth to chant that man's name unwarranted, by the way, because sometimes his his name don't even need to be chanted, but y'all will just literally just chant his name." For no fucking reason for the past seven years. So don't y'all chant this man's name unwarranted because I got receipts now. Y'all saying fuck CM Punk. And I'm pretty sure y'all and I'm pretty sure y'all all agree. So, he said I got all the receipts. Like, I got all the receipts now. Like if you saying fuck CM Punk. Nah, nah, we not, I got some for you. I, I, uh-uh. This was y'all. Nope. Mm-mm. This was y'all literally. No, no. <laughs> like, remember on November 23rd at such and such p.m., you said this. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember? November 2022, you said fuck CM Punk. I got and y'all, oh. and then the elite, and then the elite on Monday actually highlighted it. So I'm like on BTE because BTE is back now that they are done with suspension. So, hey, man. But like I said, to to wrap it up, that's what like I said, uh, AEW Full Gear. It was it was so, it was a solid show. If you take a few matches out, that really could have been on Dark Dynamite or Rampage. It was a solid it was a solid show. Tony Khan just needs to learn that every show doesn't need five, ten matches. <laughs> bump it down to eight, then bump it down to five, and we can be out there at a decent time. Like <laughs> like everybody don't need to be on the show. All these matches in. And get everybody a little segue, and then I cut it off. Like, come on, like man! He, you know how long this is? <laughs> he, the show literally ended at eleven fifty-five p.m. Man, no. <laughs> five minutes to midnight. I'm like, yo, how like, many more matches for this? <laughs> I was, I literally said that. I was like, how many more? Luckily, I was off on Sunday, so I didn't have to go in for another show. But I was like, 
How many more matches we got? Man. Shit. It's not like, dang, it's not over. Yeah, that's how I was looking. I was like, wait, wait, how many wait, more matches? We're still going? Like, why are we still doing this? Just like when somebody's like recording and we're like, wait, we rolling right now? And then they like, yeah, we rolling. Wait, we still rolling? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, did nobody say nothing? Like, do your job. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you sounds a QB. Like, you'd be like, shit. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> Man, I think Tony Khan ain't gonna never learn. No, nah, he not. He he really not. Because I'm like, somebody bro. gonna have to shake him. Somebody yeah, gonna have to probably like being shake. shake him and be like, "Yo, like enough." <laughs> he probably like being shaked. I ain't gonna lie to Stop you. Your junk. Get get this together. Like, you're like, ooh, that tickles. Ooh, that tickles. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, shake me again. Shake me like, again. This is not a joke that matters. Like, shake me again. Shake me again, daddy. Shake me again. <laughs> that feel nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice oh, little, little massage there. That's a nice look. That's a nice little massage there, Daddy. Oh my gosh. The Ooh. man will never learn. Oh, did you never? Oh, that's you... <laughs> you can take me? Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh daddy. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> I just really hope that when they do it, the whole full gear thing, <sighs> I have a feeling it's going to be long, but please. you talking about Survivor Series? Yeah, my bad. Survivor Series. Don't be that long. Oh, no. It's like five matches. Oh, see, that's not bad. Well, two, war game, two war games matches and, and three uh, middle matches, which is AJ Styles, Finn Balor, women's title, and U.S. title. Oh, yeah, it, it ain't that bad. We'll, we'll, yeah, well, yeah, but that's our thoughts on full gear. Like I said, you can check it out. It's it's, it's the matches I'll tell you to check out. It's the steel cage match, the eight in a room women's title match, the triple threat match for the TNC title, and the main event. The other matches is like they weren't bad, but it's like you can kind of go away. You can kind of watch them if you want, and if you don't, okay. <laughs> it, all right, now it's time for us to switch over to our retro review where we are stepping. It is a Thanksgiving edition of WWE Thursday Night SmackDown. This is when it was on Thursdays, November 28, 2002. The Peacock description basically said for Thanksgiving, Brock Lesnar looks to satisfy his appetite for destruction. It's basically Brock Lesnar still pissed off about being screwed out of the WWE Championship by Paul Heyman at Survivor Series. I uh, said, look the same. Look at Brock. With a short haircut <laughs> and less tattoos. I said, look at Brock. <laughs> he ain't changed. Little Brock. Little, little. I'm just playing. Like, little. <laughs> ain't nothing little about that. I know. <laughs> ain't nothing little about that man. <laughs> like, oh. But I'm talking about as far as like going like back in the day. Like, oh. But if you compare. Like the progression, like if, if, you feel, if you if you compare Brock now to back then, he's bigger. Yeah, now than he, he was big. back then. So I can see why you say little Brock to today's standards. Yeah, he <laughs> he is little <laughs> to compare to today's standard. He was the biggest fuck back then. So oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Anybody that calls themselves the, the you know the, the the dominant of our species, that's a lot. That's the that, alpha that, male of our species. The alpha male of our species, that's that's a title to uphold. <laughs> and he's the <laughs> one to uphold. Rise to that occasion. <laughs> he is one to uphold it. Uh, we started off the show with a recap of an irate Brock Lesnar storming through the backstage area. We saw the spot where Brock slammed Matt Hardy through a wall. Like, he literally threw him through a sheetrock, and Stephanie threatening Brock Lesnar with a suspension if he puts his hands on anyone else. Later on, Paul Heyman revealed that his last act as Lesnar's agent was that he exercised, and I quote, no rematch, meaning no rematch for Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. And that pissed off Brock even more. Brock jumped the barricade, and he attacked Big Show with the steel chair. Later on, it was Edge versus Big Show for the WWE title. Uh, Pre-rated R Edge. <laughs> and he and Edge almost won it until Paul Heyman pulled his leg and Big Show retained after a choke slam. Big Show then continued the attack until Brock Lesnar made the save and F5 Big Show. And I love this entire promo package, the presentation, the editing, and all the good stuff. I enjoyed the entire thing. I still uh, like then we. Which which jacket? Uh, Paul, what, <laughs> yeah, Brock? The jacket that Edge had on when he came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like I like uh, that. <laughs> then we had the beautiful people intro. Uh, the, oh, the beautiful people, the beautiful people, oh, the beautiful people. I enjoyed that. I I like that one, and I wore it all. Those are my two favorite SmackDown. Just I don't know what the shit they got now, but back then, them things got you hyped. After the pyro, we had it's basically a Thanksgiving edition of SmackDown. Stephanie McMahon continues to try to sign Scott Steiner, the big bad booty daddy, to SmackDown. Will she be successful? We will find out. Then the WWE tag team titles are on the line as Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit challenge the Los Guerreros, Eddie and Chavo. That is later on in the evening. And then we kicked off the show with Stephanie McMahon making her way to the ring as Michael Cole announces that Taz is not there as he's dealing with stuff and his temp. Temporary partner is none other than Ernest the Cat Miller. Do you know anything about the cat? I know, but I know, but do you? He was in WCW. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh introduced. Yeah, we'll probably come stumble across one of his episodes in WCW if we ever decide to review that again. But yeah, he was kind of like the dying years of WCW. He came like, I believe it was like 98, 99, one of those years. And he stayed all the way until the end. But, yeah, I enjoyed him on commentary, even though I'm a Taz fan. The question of the entire night was, is Stephanie going to suspend Brock Lesnar? <laughs> and then while Stephanie was cutting the promo, I wrote down, why was that microphone so damn big in her hand? Like, it, it was like, it was like two water bottles just, she was just, it was like she was holding it like this. And I'm like, why are you, why is the thing so goddamn big? <laughs> Stephanie didn't have the squeaky voice like she did a year or so ago, so that was an upgrade. We had to hear that squeaky little daddy's princess. She was a boss. She was had, she had some little authority in her voice. Brock Lesnar interrupts and wants to hear her decision face to face. He got all in, all up in her face, like he ain't even he ain't even give her space to breathe. Mm. He was he was literally breathing down her neck. A few people in the crowd had the next big row sign. That was cool. But it had to suck for the people behind them, though. Because <laughs> it was like a big-ass sign, and then, like, they holding it up. And I'm like, bro, that had to suck for people who trying to see behind you. And I, I, and I, think, I, I, think, I think I let out a big old fuck you. 
Because I, because I would hate to be behind them, and all you see is a big ass white two, like a whole row of big ass white signs saying the next big row. Like, bro, if you don't put that shit down, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Stephanie is scared as hell, and she puts distance between her and Lesnar as she calls out the police. And I'm using that with air quotes because those are obviously not real police. Uh, Stephanie says she didn't screw Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar screwed Brock Lesnar as she suspends Lesnar indefinitely. Mm-hmm. After the break is shown that Brock was escorted out of the building, Brock is touched by one of the cops and he said, if one of you touches me one more time, I'm going to use that nightstick as a thermometer before dropping off. I said, bro, did you just threaten a cop? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? In a way, I can't blame him because the the cop touched him. <laughs> Literally. Just went, oh, it, it's going to be all right. Man, if you don't get... Get your hands off what me. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, did I touch you? Nah, he got that complexion for because of Okay. Don't, boy, man, don't touch me. He got that complexion for protection. Man, bye. Like, I still wonder he ain't swing on him. Like, nah, I'm like, bro, that was me. My ass be in jail because I'm black. I'm telling you, <laughs> no, I'm you a black man. Yeah. I, I said, get your hand on me. Like, oh no, you, right, you, right. you got the right to remain silent. Anything you say can be used against you in the court of law. You have a right to an attorney. What's this? What I do? I just said, don't touch me. I defend myself. I didn't even defend myself. I just said, don't touch me. Don't touch me, cause I don't know. I don't know if you got chlamydia, syphilis, or COVID. Don't touch me. Like, wow. Don't touch me. I ain't even put my hands on them. I ain't even touch them. I just said, don't touch me, and all of a sudden, I got cuffed. (sighs) See what I'm talking about? Just the the... good thing about having the complexion for protection. She even but said that the protection is not for me. It's for you. I was like, well, yeah. I said, no, nah, that's for you. That's for you, ma'am. <laughs> you don't want to your back. That's <laughs> you, ma'am. You the one left the ring. That's you, ma'am. <laughs> you don't left the ring and put them in the like in between the both of y'all. Like, nah, that's you, ma'am. You need the protection. You the one running scared. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, my gosh. So funny. Then, then we move on to the next match, which is Edge uh, competing. He came out to compete. And as much as I like Metalingus, uh, Never Gonna Stop Me by Rob Zombie was always a bop. The Never Gonna Stop Me. Like, I enjoyed that one. And speaking of banger themes, who's that jumping out the sky? R-E-Y Mysterio. Yeah, that, that's a little hit. <sighs> I don't care nobody say, hey, you know what would be cool though if he ever bring that back? If, let's say if he do the rumble next year and he bring that back, I'll be all for it. <laughs> he need to do bring that back. I'm, he got them Detroit become ne- human knees. He need to bring he need to start jumping out the stage. Like he don't have so many replacement knees. He can he can do it. He's still bouncing around like crazy. Let him let him come on out here. Mario got good knees. <laughs> he got good knees now. Like 20 years later, he got them good knees. He need them knees. So he can do he can if he don't bring if that man don't bring back the uh the who's that jumping out the sky song, at least bring back the actual entrance where you jumping out the stage. Like come on. <laughs> come on. That's so funny how like a lot of people they be like, man, as soon as I saw him, you see, it's like you 
you just see this this this, this, this little man just whoo, like he just so extreme and just doing a whole lot of high flying. I'm just like, yeah, that's Ray. That's Ray Ray. Like, yes, it's okay. He he let you know, don't underestimate him because of his size. Like, that's little Raymond Mysterio. Come on now. Come on, bro. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this was a tag team match because their opponents was Matt Hardy version one. The version one. Uh he came out, and according to his WWE Matitude.com, Matt thinks Thanksgiving is a born holiday. Well, Matt, you are wrong. I love me some turkey. I love me some. I love me some pork. I love me some yam. Some beef. Some stuffing. Some yeah. meat. I love me some yam. Some deviled eggs. Okay, I can't eat those. That's your fault. <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like I just. I don't never touch them. Then I will eat yours. Yeah, they're they're double eggs. I eat that and touching things. So Matt, what are you talking about? Thanksgiving is the bomb. Uh, his partner never been. I don't think he ever been to a black Thanksgiving. That's probably why. Yeah, because you know our stuff is lit more than anything. I think that's why. Like eating eating Thanksgiving full of THC. (laughs) Buddy. I think that's why he ain't never been to a black Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> buddy, <sighs> that is the best. Boy, you don't know how much you're gonna eat, but you you might throw up because you eat too much. You you never know, but it's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Uh, his partner is John Cena, accompanied by B Square. That was literally his name. Yeah, I barely remember B Square. Bull Buchanan, if you remember right to censor from the WWF days, you probably don't because that was 2001, 2000. Mm-hmm. Which uh, means I was like four or five years old. So, yeah. <laughs> this was the transition from the cookie cutter scene into the doctor with thugonomics. He didn't really have his uh, baggy pants. He was still in no hoochie daddy shorts. Uh, <laughs> See, this was ca- this is when hoochie daddy shorts was prevalent. It was okay. <laughs> Notice what I said. It was okay to wear those back then. <laughs> I don't know what y'all trying to do now, but back then it was okay. They wearing thongs and saying it's Hoochie Daddy shorts. Like, nah, bro, that's a thong. Uh, <laughs> this was basically a, it was a nice little tag team match. The cat referred to Cena as Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and then, and then when it, uh, kept, it kept cutting to B Square, I was like, what? I wrote down, what the hell is B two wearing? on his head like what the fuck are you what is that what is that a beanie how you got a beanie with a bald ass head like what the f- make it make sense you said what i literally said i was like what he got on do you even know what those are i was trying to figure it out myself i was like is that a like a i like didn't a, that, that's what i was trying to do in the beginning I never, I said, no, let me just keep watching the match because i if i do that i'm gonna be on this all day <laughs> I, I didn't take I didn't really take that many notes because I was on that all day. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Are you like, Let me just keep going. <laughs> As the match yeah. progressed, the cat called Cena tidy whities because he was wearing white trunks on it. And I was like, <laughs> I was high at this point. So yeah, there's that. Uh Edge was playing the underdog, and then Ray Mysterio got the hot tag, and his hot tag is just so good. That dude, that dude be floating <laughs> in the ring. 
But, and then I, I wrote down, I said, the fact that Ray's still jumping like this 20 years later is insane. Them Detroit becomes new. Them Detroit become human knees are doing wonders. Like I said, and then Ray finally hits a 619 on Matt until Cena hit him, but Edge took care of Cena and B Square. Ray tried to go for the West Coast pop, but Matt reversed into a, like you heard a thump on that power bomb, and he used the ropes to pick up the win. Like I said, this was a fun opening match. After all the shenanigans, so it's it's nice to know that the in ring wise was just as good as the the talent. So anyway, like I was saying, uh, Stephanie is still upset about the reaction to her suspending Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle checks on her. This is like I said, this is a weird segment. This is this is weird. This is a weird segment because it the way that they executed it, it was kind of all over the place. Like I don't know what it was. It was like Stephanie was mad. Kurt was like bowing to win. This just like he was vowing to win, so that if they boo him, he's gonna say that they suck because this was like during the height or the rise of the you suck chance. So mm-hmm. they was doing that, and then like I said, <laughs> like I said, Stephanie saying her friend came to visit, and Kurt being so oblivious to what she's talking about, it was <laughs> Kurt is like, huh? <laughs> what? What just happened? Like, what are you talking? About? She said her aunt Flo came to visit. He said, "Your aunt Flo? You have an aunt Flo? That's so wonderful." I looked at him. Stephanie looked at him like, nigga, what? <laughs> what? Like, do uh, you not know what I'm talking about? Obviously, he didn't because she said, because she said she's not really my aunt Flo. I call her my aunt, my aunt Flo. She visits monthly. And he said, Your aunt visits you once a month. That's I mean, that's awesome. I'd really love to meet her. And she had this stare because she was trying, she was either holding in her lap or just trying not to literally call him stupid on air, but she literally just stared off into oblivion. I'm pretty sure Vince was just looking at her in the corner like, just go along with it. Because <laughs> she was literally over it. Because uh, he, he was literally just confused. Uh, I don't want to spend any more time with my Aunt Flo, okay? Last week I had PMS. Kurt still looking lost. You do know what PMS is, don't you, Kurt? <laughs> he said, yeah, 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 yeah. I, but you can see on his face, he didn't know jack shit what she was talking about. He was still no. in movies. He was like, uh, uh. No, yeah. whatsoever. Stephanie said, Stephanie is furious. She continues that she was disrespected. She said she'll never bring SmackDown to this hellhole ever again. She walks off and Kurt did not hear anything she said because when she, because when she walked off, he said, what does PMS have to do with her aunt Flo? And I was like, bro, Stop talking. <laughs> Just stop talking, you dumb motherfucker. Stop talking. They plugged the tag team title match and then announced Tori Wilson versus Dumb Marie in a Pilgrim fashion show. I wrote down, what the fuck is a Pilgrim fashion show? And then I finished off with Giggity. Don't <laughs> Don't that's why I said that. I said Giggity. Giggity, Giggity. giggity. Uh, then we had the, uh, the next segment. We had a match was Trump Palumbo was in the ring and the camera cuts to Michael Cole and the cat with Cole having something coming through his headset. Who says Brock Lesnar was allegedly spotted back in the parking lot? Oh God! <laughs> they cut to the parking lot where it's rumored that Brock is back, and then a limo pulled up with Scott Steiner inside. They asked him for a comment, and his comment was he just started flexing. He should watch the show because we like flexing over here too. Uh, <laughs> will he sign to SmackDown? That is the question. The match is Tomohiro to, to Jerry versus Chuck Palumbo. 
I ain't really watched wrote down right down too much for this match because it was pretty much a whatever match. Tajiri's kicks look unpleasant to take. Like I, I will, you couldn't pay me to take this man's kicks at all. Palumbo locks in the padlock, which was a reverse Boston crab, kind of like what Colt Cabana used on Chris Jericho a few weeks back on Dynamite. And then Tajiri caught Chuck slipping and spit the green mist on in Chuck's eyes, and, and he hit a kick and he won. Like I said, this was a whatever match. Uh, Stephanie was preparing for the arrival of Scott Steiner like she was going on a date. Like she putting lipstick on and all that shit. I'm like, uh, ma'am, <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Man. You horny? Like, what's going on? The fabulous Moolah popped up to promote her book. Uh, Stephanie started to insult in the city and Moolah was offended because I'm guessing she was from that city. Uh, and, then, and then Stephanie's southern accent, she's like, I'm sorry, did I offend? I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> like, come on. Ma'am, what are you doing? <laughs> no, at this point, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, what is his accent? What, what, are doing here? what are we doing here? Uh, Stephanie announces a match for the Fabulous Moolah against an opponent that will be named later. Moolah held the title for 25 years. And I wrote, huh? 25 years? A long time. I'm going to need them to recreate. That's undefeated. Like, But then, kind of think about it. Around that time, they didn't really wrestle like they do now. Like, I think they wrestle like once a year. Oh, yeah, true. So, like, once, like, like every blue moon and gear, and then they would always win. So, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Just like what Hulk Hogan was, like, world champion for, like, eight years at one point. And that's mainly because he only wrestled, like, once a year or twice a year, depending on how they booked them back in the territory days. Mm-hmm. So 25 years makes sense now, but I'm going to need y'all to recreate that now and get, let Bianca Belair hold the title for 25 years. I do not care who agree or disagree. Shut up. Uh, next up, we had an outside segment. The camera runs up on a brother claiming they had an eyewitness claiming he had sold a ticket to Brock Lesnar. The brother was appalled by this entire ordeal. He said, who's Brock Lesnar? That should have gave the 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 interviewer a hint to just walk away. But this guy Bart is that his name? Was that his name? Bart, Brett, I think, Bart. I think it was Bart. Let's, let, if it if it isn't, we're just gonna go with Bart. Let's go with Bart. He wouldn't leave him alone, and dude looks disturbed. He was just waiting on his brother in law, like he said. He kept trying to back away, but dude kept pressing him, describing Bart Lesnar. The dude just mind his business, and he just pushed the camera. Like, Get that shit out of my face, and he ran off. Uh, next up, we, then we then we did a quick cut to the backstage area where Big Show and Paul Heyman were walking backstage until Matt Hardy, version one, walked up and told them about Brock's suspension. <laughs> Paul Heyman pulled out his this flip phone from that was literally two thousand two, and he said, "Matthew, we already know what you, what you telling us for." <laughs> oh man! Paul apologizes and said the Brock Lesnar was still with him, which he's glad he's not. Then he would never. He would have never jumped Matt from behind. Matt says it's a good thing because face-to-face he would feel the fury of Mattitude and ask if they saw him destroy Rey Mysterio and Edge. And, ben, and Paul basically said, nah, blood, we got other shit to do. We'll watch the tape, though. And then he said, we love you in a platonic sort of way, but we love you, and walked off. <laughs> then we cut to Tori Wilson making her way to the ring in the Pilgrim Fashion Show. I had to sound like Jared King Lorna because he's always horny. Billy Kidman walks up to her and says... All he can say is, wow. And all I could say is, geekity. 
Uh, <laughs> Kidman, Kidman wants to know what a pilgrim fashion show is, and Tori says she don't know, don't care, as long as she can get her hands around Don Marie's turkey little neck. And Kidman then cuts her off, says, "Take it easy, poker hot, poker hotness." <laughs> and I wrote down, like, bro. I wrote down. Nah, this is why I wrote down. I said, "Oh, brother, get this guy the fuck out of here." What? 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 Poker hotness. Poker hotness. <laughs> I said he's trying to get her. <laughs> well, if you think about it, well, around this time they were actually shoot married, so it kind of makes sense. But still, poker hotness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, like I wanted to jump through the screen and punch them in the face. Like, bro, poker you can't think of nothing better than that. Poker hotness. Get your ass out of here, son. <laughs> Man. He said, "It's Thanksgiving, so what are you thankful for?" And all this stuff. She said, "I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful that my friend, who was literally her legit husband at the time, by the way, Billy Kidman, won the cruiserweight title, and I am very thankful that I'm going to get my hands on Don Marie tonight." And then they walked off. I I sat there and wondering why did they? She say like emphasize friend, even though they were married. I believe around this time WWE was adamant on making the divas look single. Like, I think so. Like around, like you know, now you know, like your Bianca Belair is married, Bianca Belair married, Carmella married. I Zelina think they Vega really married. kept it more private. No, and- they no legit. I think I saw an article a few years back where they was like they legit did not want them nobody to know that they were married. Like oh, okay, even in, even in public appearances, they had to take their wedding rings off and all that stuff. Oh and, wow! And just appear appear single, like you're mm-hmm. you're, you're like you're available. Even though it was kind of weird, why, why, like it's a, it's a TV show, but at the right. time, at the time, I'm pretty sure people thought wrestling was real, like le- legit real. So I'm guessing you had to sell the gimmick that Tori Wilson is available, even, even though you don't have a shot because she's legit married, uh-huh. or Don Marie is available, or Nidia is available, even though they probably weren't. But I don't know. Uh, but then we then we go come back from commercial break and the cat is in the ring and he's dancing to whatever his theme song was and I said oh my god blood what is going on what are you doing what are you dancing to what are what are you what are you doing what, what down. He, he's like damn I'm like bro bro if you don't sit your ass down son he was turning up he said somebody call my daddy and tell him to get to the TV because it's time for the pilgrim fashion show and I was like what the fuck is a pilgrim fashion? that's all I could think about this entire like, what the fuck is a pilgrim fashion show. Uh, Tori Wilson came out dressed as Pocahontas. The table they had in the ring full was full of pumpkins, pies, and punch. Damari came out dressed as a pilgrim, <laughs> and all I wrote down was "God bless Damari," looking good. Uh, Michael Cole said Don is engaged to Al Wilson, Tori's dad, and I was like, "Oh, this was that that time where he where she was seducing that man, that woman's father." <sighs> Then they brought out a guy in a turkey suit, and I was, and at this point, I was like, "All right, what is going on?" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What are we doing here?" And the turkey takes his head, his head off, and it's Al Wilson. Uh, the cat, the cat was like, "What the fuck are you? What, what are you doing out here, blood?" And he put on his man turkey, like his little turkey neck. He said, "What the? What is this?" He's like, "Gobble gobble, what is this?" Uh, turkey started talking, and I don't know. Like, I, I wrote down, turkey started talking, and I don't know where we heard a ah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Cole. I don't know. I think it was trolling this man. He was just talking nonsense. And he said, my little pookins about Don Marie. And I said, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then this went from a pilgrim fashion show oh. to a strip tease because Tori revealed her bikini in front of her dad. That's her legit dad, by the way. I was like, all right, okay. Um, this isn't awkward, it's literally awkward, but this isn't awkward. Cole said, nice tatas, and I was like, this is so 2002. <laughs> <laughs> This is so fucking too What the fuck? Nice tatas. What? Tata. <laughs> it, was, it, it was cold in there, though, because them nips were slipping. They was hard. I'm like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Someone in, in, when, when Tori turned around, someone in the crowd literally tossed a wad of money. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, they sure did. what? And then, of course, oh, I, this, I, and of course, I just wrote down giggity. <laughs> no shame at all. Just I ain't gonna lie. Tori oh, Wilson, Tori money. Wilson helped me through puberty in <laughs> many, many, many ways. <laughs> Tori Wilson, Sable, Dawn Marie, dang, they helped me through puberty. They, they, helped, me, they, helped, me, they helped me discover myself. <laughs> Name dropping. Yeah, no shame. Twelve year old who see the twelve fourteen year old who see women in bikini to have shame. That is not going. Oh no, that's not going to happen at all. As an adult, I'm like, have some fucking shame, young yeah, man. What the fuck wrong with you? But as a kid, I ain't care. I was like, oh, women. <laughs> <laughs> Marie started dancing and flung her engagement ring and I was like what the fuck is going on uh, Tori had enough and started stripping Dawn and it was a food fight they even took out Al until Tori poured punch on Dawn and I actually wrote some shit down because I was like I couldn't I was literally trying to write down what the fuck was happening and food and, and threw in a good knife ass chop for some reason like after all that shit Tori said look at this knife ass chop in right here like, what are we doing here? <laughs> and then Tori then finished it off with a pumpkin over the skull and put Al's turkey neck or turkey oh. head on backwards. And I wrote down, I guess Tori won whatever the fuck this was. <laughs> and then we moved on to the next segment. I'm like, all right. That happened, I guess. Uh, next up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's all I can say. Um, next up, we had for the tag team championship match was Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. They challenged Los Guerreros, Eddie, and Chavo for the titles. Toothless aggression for Benoit. For those of you who follow the podcast, no, I don't really, I really don't watch his matches back like that. But I enjoyed this match for what it was. It was a nice little technical back and forth match until Benoit and Angle could get along, and then the Guerreros grabbed the titles and walked out. But before I did, before I talk, before we talk about that. I, uh, they played Latino Heat during the entrances, and I was like, mm-hmm. I love Viva La Raza and Gangsta Ling that he used in 2005, but this was a bop mainly for his run with China. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, those tag team titles that they had there for the, for the SmackDown brand look good. They need to go back to those kind of straps and not the fruit rollers they got the Usos wearing. <laughs> uh, not the fruit roller. Things look like fruit rollers, red and blue. Take your pick. <laughs> They literally the same fucking blue, same fucking belts. Uh, 
After the Guerreros tried to walk out, uh, Benoit Angle didn't even notice that the ref was counting until Mike Kyoto said, nah, this match ain't going to end like this. It's going to end straight up. Like, he got out the ring and said, hey, we're gonna, it's going to be a straight match. Like, we, I ain't even finna count no more. <laughs> I didn't really take too many notes of this because they was cooking in this match, and I actually just started watching the match. I was like, oh, this is actually a fun-ass match. Uh, the te- Them teaming up Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit based off their similarities was smart, in my opinion. Eddie hit a low blow and DDT and was going for the frog splash, but he missed. Angle then went on a frenzy with angle slams, and when Benoit locked in the crossface, Kurt said no. He just literally snatched that man off. I'm like, all right. This is a can they can they coexist? This is like a can they go coexist storyline done right. Like it was actually believable that they were tag teams, but they still didn't like each other. Right. Now when they do that can they coexist gimmick, it don't Makes sense. Um, Chavo hit a nice looking frog splash. He got some air on that. I ain't even gonna lie. He got some air on that joint. Uh, Angle and Benoit had their respect the moves locked in with the ref trying to get Angle to let go because he wasn't legal and he didn't. (laughs) He he didn't, but he knocked the ref out. Eddie was trying to hit hit one hit a frog splash after Chris kicked out, but Kurt said, nah, blood, and hit an avalanche belly to belly to belly and threw that man halfway across the ring. Chris literally had to roll out the way because he almost landed on him. The ref once again tried to get Kurt out again, and that allowed Chavo to hit Benoit in the face with the belt, and Eddie crawled over and pinned Benoit. The Guerreros retained. Like I said, I didn't even bother doing the play-by-play because it was a good-ass match that a lot of people should check out. I got lost in the sauce until I realized that I needed to take notes, and I said, fuck it. I enjoyed this match. It is what it is. Next up, we had a backstage segment with Jamie Noble and Nidia was backstage flirting and, and lollygagging, all puppy dog love bullshit. Must be nice. Uh, until Scott Steiner walked up and Jamie tried to be respectful, but Scott said, nah, I'm good, and started to walk off, stop, and smack Nidia's whole ass. Like, he grabbed, like, he grabbed a full throttle of the cheeks. Like, he just, he just, he just, he just, just and just he, he was like it's like bro he couldn't his hand could not go any further up her caboose at all like it was he, the, his hand was up her caboose i'm pretty sure she felt it on her on yeah that's, I'm how, that's, how, that's how far it was i'm like oh yo how far can you go my my guy jamie was appalled taken back he was offended he said he's gonna show he's gonna show him what he's gonna do about this and then he said I'm sure he was just being friendly. No, no, no. She was like, "Nah, blood, stop! You gonna whoop your ass? Stop! Right. <laughs> Don't do it." Yeah, but he, he he went for some reason. Then then we came back from commercial, and Jamie Noble is in the ring and and mad about what Scott Steiner did to his woman when he grabbed her from he grabbed her behind. He ain't, ain't like he he ain't not to do that. And this guy accepts the invitation. He said he said, "Come on out." And Scott said, "I right, bet this dude." And and I wrote down this dude was juiced out of his mind. Like the roids was roiding. <laughs> like bro, man had veins in places I didn't even know existed on the human body. Roids were roiding. Roids was roiding. Like I ain't even know he. I ain't like he had veins on this part of the arm. I was like, this, he had veins on this part of the arm, this part of the arm, this part of the arm. I'm like, bro, does, does that even exist? The fuck? Yeah, he can. It can okay. I could I could, I could say it like this: It can exist with the roids, and it can exist without the roids. But it'll take you longer. It'll take you longer. 
without the roids. roids. But with the roids, you can get that in a, in a day. <laughs> like, I was like, what is that? That's the big bad booty daddy. Uh, Nidia tries to hold Jamie back. Scott takes his shirt off and Nidia is mesmerized. She's like, oh, hold on. <laughs> She's like, whoa, wait a minute. Jamie pulled her back and took his shirt off and he was he was literally my size, started flexing. I'm like, bro, come on now. Come on, dog. Flag on the play. Your little scrawny ass. Don't do that. Scott took his, <laughs> Scott took his head off with a lariat and then started flexing. Did the, and then he did the flexing elbow drop before hitting the push-ups. Who's the man? Huh? Like he, you know how you say, huh? He has this like squeaky voice with his like, huh? Huh? <laughs> Sound like it's coming out his nose. Huh? 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 Who's the man? Who's the man? Yeah, at that point, you got to clear your throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, need some Robitussin. Mm-hmm. Scott started military impressing Jamie with his shades on, by the way, and just dropped that man with ease. Scott then hit the belly to belly and threw Jamie halfway across the, the ring before once again smacking Nia's ass as she tried to get out the ring. That dude was literally like, I just whooped your ass and I smacked your girl's ass. Like, he's like, you ain't gonna do shit to me. Scott then grabbed the microphone. And he, Scott then grabbed the microphone and he had my undivided attention, but I but I had to put the subtitles on, I'm not going to lie, because I didn't understand half the shit he was saying. Uh, uh, he finished it up with flexing my peaks, pleasing my freaks, and when they scream, boom, shakalaka, that's when they call me the daddy, the big bad booty daddy. So this goes out to all my freaks in South Carolina. Big Papa Pump is your hookup. Holler if you hear me. And I, and I, I ain't gonna lie, I hollered. I'm like, yeah. I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did he say holler? Holler. Holler if you hear me. He like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephanie is on the 2002 flip phone talking about wanting Scott on SmackDown. So Paul Heyman walks in the WWE title. On his shoulder, I was like, that does not look right, but all right. Uh, Stephanie says her suspending Brock Lesnar had nothing to do with him threatening to sue her last week. Paul Heyman says his client, the big show, has no problem wanting the rematch clause, removing the rematch clause, and defending the title tonight against Brock Lesnar, even though he's suspended. So Stephanie was like, Hey, blood, you stupid. He's suspended anyway. Stephanie says, That's a good idea. Stephanie says, Big show will compete and defend the WWE title in the main event against an opponent. Of championship status. Paul tries to contest this, but Stephanie said, Get your ass out of my office. Go. <laughs> Go. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Uh, then we had a, a match again. It was Cruiserweight champion Billy Kidman came out for a match. Before we talk about this match, did you hear this man's theme song, by the way? No. Ah, uh-huh. hey, hey. That was literally his theme song. Hold on. I'm going to pull this. I kind of skipped a little bit. No, nah, I'm gonna have to pull up this man's theme song because well, I ain't gonna play it because I'm not gonna get copyright. But Billy, we want to pull up some lyrics for Billy Kidman because his theme song doesn't make sense when you think about it. Because this, this, this is what I mean by this. Here it is. It says, "You can run if you want to, yeah, but you can't hide. So you can <laughs> run if you want to, but you can't hide. I, I, I see you." Don't know who you're dealing with, but I don't have it all. I'm a lunatic because this society they label me a threat, 
but I'm just getting started. I'm not finished yet. Look mm. me in my eyes. I can see your thoughts, all your ups and downs, all your little faults. Keep acting tough. It's going to get creepy. All of a sudden, you're starting to feel sleepy. But in these streets, when you doze off, you wake up with your clothes off. A shame, feeling lost. Whoa. I said, whoa, because I'm like, your clothes off. We getting naked? It's a bar, but... <laughs> like, yeah, we getting naked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Whoa. You, see my, you see my crew? You know my style. Victory is mine. You're going down. You can run if you want to, but you can't hide. So you can run if you want to, but you can't hide. You can hop over the bed, swelling with the dead. Get down the block, but you can't hide. You can stay at your friends, sleep in your bins, free from your sins, but you can't hide. We get it bopping, baby. Right, right. We give it to them, daddy. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now make some noise. Yeah. Listen. You know what's funny? I probably hear this on tomorrow. Listen, listen. Just listen. hear the whole thing through. <laughs> yeah. L- listen, listen. This did not fit cookie, this cookie cutter character that they was trying to give him. Gosh, that's funny. Like you, you saw it. Like you saw how he walked out with those trunks and all that stuff. If you looked at that man, he did not look like the individual who would those lyrics go go to. Like I said, like I put I put out a tweet. I was like, this does not fit this man. People was trying to argue with me. I was like, bro, if this was filthy animals, Billy Kidman. If you get the time to check out filthy animals, Billy Kidman. Uh, it probably would have went perfectly. Yeah, because he did crack and all the stuff in cafe, so it was like a legit. He was literally a filthy animal. But this cookie cutter kitman that they had, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Today's SmackDown was brought to you by WWE SmackDown. Shut your mouth. The best storylines. Period. End of story. Did you ever play that game? No. You never played Shut Your Mouth. I don't think I did. Mm-mm. You just play Here Comes the Pain. I play Here Comes the Pain and all the SmackDown versus Raw and all of that. I don't think I ever played Shut Your Mouth. It was actually a pretty solid game. It wasn't the best because of Here Comes the Pain it was, but yeah, it was actually a pretty fun game. Like I, I need to find all these I'm games. I have not played I need to find all these games. I need to find all these classic games. If they ever had it when we was growing up, because they probably did, but ain't, yeah. it don't hurt to ask. I probably need to um find all these games so we can just start playing this shit. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, whole, whole retro game night just literally just play old ass games just to see how we, it can mash up in modern modern day. Uh this Madden was also brought to by Truth and by Contra Shattered Soldier for PlayStation 2 and Game Boy Advance. Did you ever play that game? Contra Shattered Soldier. Contra Shattered Soldier. I've never even heard of that game. No. <laughs> I was like, Contra. There's some games that I need to just some look games I had, Yeah, I just need to just research all of it. And, and play. Like, <laughs> That's uh, messed up. I, that, especially that you know, said, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't even think I ever heard that game. Nah, me neither. Uh, it's versus- you, said, you said like 2000, 2001. So think about it. Four and five years old. Yeah. Think about that. Plus, my brother was just being born in 2000, so I was so busy paying attention to that. Just happy I got a sibling. So, like, <laughs> I was so happy. I'm not gonna lie. I literally could start crying. Like, I got a chance to hold him, and I was only like four. 
And I was like, oh, you know what? I would love you with all my heart. Yeah, that's my pride and joy. Like, I cried. I couldn't believe I was crying. Like, I went to the movie theater with my aunt, and that's when Mulan came out at the time. And I went to go see it, like, with her. And she was like, well, where do you want to go now? And I was like, I want to go see my brother. Like, bump this movie theater. This has been fun, auntie, but I want to go see my mom and my brother. I got to go. I got to go home. I want to see. And we leave the theater and go straight to the hospital, please. Like, I'm ready to go home. Goodbye. Yeah, like, and I was small too, so like, you know how you see them little, like, the, you know how you like grab somebody like, like, like a football, how you grab them again and like yeah. roll them. I grab, like fo- I grab you like a football now. I was just crying, like I was like, I don't want to leave. I don't. I grab you like a football now, so I know exactly how that feels. Yo, tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to leave. She's like, we're going to the movies. I don't care about that. Like, I don't want to leave. Like, just trying to bribe me every chance she got. Like, we're going we're gonna to get some ice cream. We're going to see Mulan. I was like, man, what Mulan? Like, I want to see my brother. I want to hear that. Oh, man. And I did not quit either. Like, I was kicking and screaming. Just, oh, my gosh. Like. Oh, I was not. Mm-mm. I wasn't finna go down without a fight. It was gonna no. Nah. <laughs> Speaking of not quitting, let's get back to this uh, retro review. Uh, it's Kidman versus Crash Holly for the cruiserweight title. I didn't bother taking too many notes. This was another fun match for me to see because Crash was smooth during this entire match. Uh, they mentioned Jamie Noble running Scott Steiner. I forgot Nunzio was his cousin in storyline. I don't know if you remember Nunzio, FBI, full blood oh, yeah, Italians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally he's he's kayfabe he's kayfabe Jamie Noble's cousin. That's right. Oh, that's so crazy. I forgot. Uh, the <laughs> match came to an end after Kidman hit the shooting star press to pick up the win. Crash made him look like a million bucks without even without even trying to defeat. Uh, then we then we cut to the fabulous Moolah and Big Show making their way to the ring, and then it was made into the split screen, and that's your main that's your main event for the WWE Championship. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh all right. <laughs> uh, then we get the main event of the evening for the WWE Championship. The fabulous Moolah challenges the big show coming to the ring by Paul Heyman. Moolah is flabbergasted. There was a sign in the show in the crowd that said, Brock, you are our pansy. And I was like, the fuck does mean? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're pansy. <laughs> Paul Heyman grabs the microphone and taunts Moolah and promises that Big Show won't do anything to hurt her because it's Thanksgiving. She, she's not buying it. She's like, I don't trust your ass. You look like a slime ball. Uh, <laughs> pa- Paul Heyman hypes her up and then changes tunes and said, maybe the Big Show looks at her like she's Brock Lesnar. Big Show then grabs her by the, he goozles her like, by the choke slam you. He teases choke slamming Moolah until the suspended Brock Lesnar jumped the barricade and both men brawl until Brock F5's the champion through the announce table. That man is a strong motherfucker. I'm yeah. like, God damn. That dude is strong. Because he did he did not struggle picking this man up. Nope. Like he just said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like his legs was not shaking. He had a base on him and he just said and just tossed that man through the announce table. Paul Heyman is terrified on the ramp. And the show ends with Brock Lesnar being held back from chasing Paul Heyman by the police and Stephanie McMahon and Big Show is sleep on the floor. And that is SmackDown. That's literally how the show ended. It was literally Big Show just, he just went to sleep. 
He was just he was just counting stars. Overall, I thought the show was actually pretty fun. Like it was mm-hmm. it was one of the better reviews that we actually watched. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I that, it. Like I was it was it was it gave us some good in-ring matches, some confusing segments like the pilgrim show match. I was like, what the fuck is going on? As a child, I was enjoying the hell out of this because oh, I was yeah. like, grown women <laughs> in bikinis. Ooh, I get to see some chicks. Let's do it. But as an adult, uh, I'm like, oh, you get to dress like this on TV? Like, oh, sweet. That was then, me. I was like, oh, I and get paid? I was like, oh, you get to dress like this for me? For free? I was like, yeah. wow. Like, I mean, I used, to, I used to mess with my dad. I'm like, well, technically, you know, she's not naked. Giggity. Like, that's money. Giggity. <laughs> and they know how to wrestle too, and they can fight. She got one knife edge chopping. You know what I mean? They couldn't really like fight. fight she like, got oh. one knife edge chopping. She's like, I'm, 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 I look like a goof, but I'm gonna get that one knife edge chopping. But and, see, that's before I found UFC. So, and that <laughs> she got a knife edge chop. As a kid, I got that. <laughs> 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 I was feeling myself. Feeling myself. I was done. <laughs> feeling myself. Right now. <laughs> That's how I was like as a kid, but seeing Tori, Tori Wilson and Don Marie, I was like, oh, as, as, I was 14 when I watched this stuff back. I was like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, who, 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 who is that? Like, oh, oh, oh. But that concludes your SmackDown review for November 2022, not 2022, 2002. My bad. We're going to try that one more time. That concludes your review for SmackDown 2002 Thanksgiving edition for SmackDown. All right, let's talk Survivor Series War Games. Gonna do a nice little speed round preview and predictions before we get up out of here. So, uh, Survivor Series that is literally Saturday, uh-huh. and it, and so far they've announced five matches. I won't be surprised by the time this come out, they add one more match. If they do add a match, I'll just text you like, "Hey, who you got?" and then add to it. Uh, well, yeah, before I forgot. During the other one, Swelling won the preview and predictions because we didn't vote for the kickoff, but she won, so that's two in a row. Hopefully, okay. hopefully this one goes in my favor. If not, it ain't in the world. <laughs> well, we're <gonna> st- <laughs> I don't even be trying. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the sad thing. I was like, she ain't even trying. I don't even be trying. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't even be trying. Yeah, like and I remember at one point, like you ended up winning like preview predictions at one point. I was like, we don't even try. We yeah, just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> we just we just throw shit out there and just see what sticks. <laughs> but we're gonna start off with the this match was announced on Raw. It's a triple threat match for the United States Championship. Oh man, Seth freaking Rollins challenging the goofy Why kid Austin Theory. That I like on here. <laughs> right. Uh, Seth, Seth freaking Rollins challenging the goofy kid, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley. Uh, he literally said he he asked for this match, so it's a triple threat match. Uh, who you got? I got Lashley. You got Lashley? I got Lashley. I but want if Lashley. Retain, I won't get mad. 
You got Lashley. I got I got Seth. Okay. And forget theory. Oh, of course. That's that's why I was like, this is this ain't even about theory right now. Like <laughs> this ain't even about you. You just there. You just there. You're literally you're literally you're just, just there. You just soaking up air. Like, the new and improved the ruthless theory, bro. We don't care about you, blood. Go <laughs> on now. Yo, goofy ass. Go back to making. Trying to tell you. Go McDonald. Where the fuck you from? Uh next match we got for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda. Rousey versus Shotzi. I love Ronda, but I'm going with Shotzi. I would I would lie to you if I say I care about this match at all, but I'm gonna try, uh, and I'm gonna have to go with uh, Ronda. Okay. Now, right quick, that's what that's what that's the reason why the gap. I'm going with Ronda and Swallow go with Shotzi. Yeah. The I still next- love Ronda, though. You speak, but I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Shotzi a go. I like UFC Ronda. Whatever yeah, Ronda I love is now, UFC Ronda. Whatever Ronda we got now. I always love UFC Ronda. Whatever Ronda we got now. Holly Holm match. I still love them both. Oh, nah, like, that, that Holly Holm match was hilarious. She got her ass. Whoop. It was bad. I ain't gonna that, lie. That shit was hilarious. I was like, nah, I ain't gonna it's let her that down. Funny. That shit was funny. I'm laughing. Ha 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 ha. Funny. Ha, ha. I, oh, I'm breaking. In a way, in a way, it is kind of heartbreaking, but in a way, it's not. Because they said that when she went through that, they said she had to like be humble. I'm done. <laughs> they said that she had to learn how to be humble, though. So. You're trying to be serious, and I'm. I'm done. <laughs> God. The, the next match is AJ Styles versus. Finn Balor, but before we talk about this, did you see that they're going to probably change Mia Yim's name to yes. Mishin? Mm-hmm. However you pronounce that, I, yeah. I believe I, it's, I believe it's Korean for crazy. Yeah, I think so. And at first, I was kind of like, "What the fuck?" But then when they explained, well, I think someone had mentioned that Mia actually copyrighted her name, mm-hmm. so they might they might just put it in parentheses, like you know how they had Keith Bearcat Lee. Mm-hmm. They might just have Mishin or Michin, Mia Yim, or they just might just phase out Mia Yim and just have Michin. Hmm. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. <laughs> like, but it's not the end of the world for me. Um, just like with Butch, when they changed Pete Dunn's name to Butch, mm-hmm. he's been booked pretty solid. It's not the end of the world. So, uh, hey, I mean, it is what it is. But for as far as this match goes. Uh, I had to go with Finn Balor. Balor, okay. Who you got? I got Balor. Okay. I got Balor for this one. And then we have the first of two war games match: the women war games team Bianca, led by uh, Bianca Bianca leads Oscar Alexa Bliss, Mishin, Miriam, and. To be determined, which will be on SmackDown probably. Okay, because I'm like, dang, I'm still trying to figure out who this other person gonna be. <laughs> right, they, they said they're gonna reveal it on SmackDown. I don't understand why they reveal it on SmackDown when they can literally just wait one more day because Survivor Series is literally 24 hours later. But I digress. <laughs> Versus Team Damage Control, which is Bailey, Io Sky, Dakota Kai, the, the Tag Team Champions. Remember those titles? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki Cross, the insane Nikki Cross, not no longer a superhero, and the Judgment Days, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley defeated Oscar. She whooped that woman's ass on Raw. Yeah, she did. 
she defeated Oscar to to gain the advantage. Uh, and on SmackDown, I believe Drew and Sheamus will team up against the Usos to attempt to get the advantage in their match. Mm-hmm. So who do you think is going to win war games for the women? I got Bianca. We got Team Bianca. I, I, as much as I wanted to be Team Bianca, I got to go with Team Bailey. Because, <laughs> and the reason why I say that because they need to win. They've been okay. literally getting their ass whooped. I, I give you that. They've been getting their ass whooped by Bianca. Yeah, bro. I will give you that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last match we will talk about, we'll give our prediction to is this one Team Bloodline versus Team Brutes. It will be the Bloodline themselves, Roman Reigns, the Honorary Ooze, Sami Zayn, Undisputed Tag Team Champions, the Uso, versus Sheamus. Led by who will lead the team of Sheamus, led uh, who will lead Butch, Rich Holland, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. And like I said, they will the winner, the two they will have a tag team match on SmackDown where the winners will be like whoever wins will have the advantage for their team. Where basically it's, it's like it'll start off one on one, but then whoever has the advantage, their team will enter and it will be a two on one situation and it go back and forth like that. Um. I'm gonna have to go with Team Brutes only because Sami Zayn is gonna be conflicted and he's gonna screw it, screw it up for them. Hmm. I'm at, that's the only reason why. But if this I, was a, I, I give you that though. That's an actual legit reason. Like, because if you saw SmackDown when Kevin Owens was announced, Sami hesitated. Mm-hmm. I, he did. Still, I did. I did because he, he's still best friends with uh. Kevin, Kevin Kevin Owens. Owens. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is that gonna play a factor? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Is that, is that gonna is that gonna throw a wrench into this situation? Cause then, cause I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, come on, Sammy. Like, just think about it. Like at the end of the day, yeah, that's still your best friend. But right now, we at work. <laughs> this is business. So I take it you're going with the bloodline. Yes. All right. Fight that yeah. thing out. Y'all best friends. That's what best friends do. Yeah. <laughs> That's they for fight. True. That's for true. That's for true. That is for true. <laughs> Just over with. We both fight. We both got the same job. Like it's okay. We gonna talk about it. Like, we'll we'll we gonna eat later. Like right now, let's get this over with. We'll go to Waffle House later. Y'all right. be all right. You can you can come to Waffle House. This ain't the first come... time we don't fight each other. Like... You you can, literally you can come to Waffle House. It's not the right. end of the world. Matter of fact, you carpooling with me anyway, so what's the big deal? Exactly. Like, what, what the fuck? What are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Fight. What are we doing here, Samuel? <laughs> what are we doing here? Come on. Let's just fight, bro. Come on now. Come on. Go ahead, catch the fade, and then we go eat. <laughs> yeah, and I'll get you this. Uh, you catch this halluva kick. Gonna, I'll let you get your licks in, too. It's okay. I'll, get, I'll let you hit me with a stunner. I ain't gonna let you, you know. I ain't gonna get all the fun, you know. what I'm saying I'm gonna let you get your little. I'm gonna let you get your pop too, like yeah. I let you hit. I let you hit the little stunner. I'll <laughs> kick out, or Roman will stop it. I'll let Roman right. hit the Superman punch. It's no. It's nothing right. personal. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I laugh when you have them type of matches, and then people be getting mad. Oh, are they gonna ever be friends again? Yes, bro. Yes. Yes. This is a job. You do know that. Just because we fight each other don't mean I hate them. Exactly. Come on now. 
on, what you been? I ain't gonna let them just kick my butt for fun either. I'm gonna get my leg. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna get my leg. <laughs> and that is our preview and predictions for Survivor Series 2022. It goes down this Saturday, and I might as well announce it here. We will more than likely do a react a live re- review after the show. Swallow might be there. If she's not, don't worry. It still goes down because Highlight Reel said he will hop on the pod and he will review it with me because he's going to watch it himself. So it'll be a good time Saturday. Not immediately following, but it will be after Survivor Series because we still got to log in, prep. You know how these podcasts goes. But it will go down this Saturday. We will review Survivor Series War Games. We didn't do full gear because it's, it ended too late and I was sleepy. I'm just, going, I'm just not going to lie. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was sleepy. I was tired. <laughs> Survivor Series shouldn't be that long because all these pay-per-views since Triple H took over has always ended at a decent time. So that was that. And um, yeah, we'll be doing that. But that concludes our Survivor Series War Games 2022 speed round preview predictions. We got to start doing, probably doing something for these wins that we do. Maybe you can hold a championship or some shit. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But yeah, because Swallow is one, two. I've won more, but yeah, I don't know. You're undefeated. Like <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm You're like right now. I'm, I'm like ten, I'm like ten and I'm like ten and two right now. She's right. One, two. <laughs> but I guess yeah. Let's see. Let's see if she can catch up. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll I, we'll we'll try. We'll try. I'll try. So from. We'll go with that number from here on out. I'm ten and two. Oh, we'll man. we'll we'll add numbers as we go on, so we can actually start taking this serious or whatever. That's a little funny. fun game for the, for the bot. It is what it is. All right, this is the part of the yeah. This is the part of the band, of the podcast where we chap it up with the bandit, where we chap it up with the bandit and let. The, I'm just trying something new. I probably gotta stop trying. Something. I'm throwing people off, but we chap it up with the bandit where Sweller is basically giving me the top trending topics for this week or whatever that she want to talk about. The floor is yours, Queen Rose. So, um, we got some new shows that's supposed to be coming out to Netflix. Um, Wednesday is supposed to come out on, I think it's already out, actually. It came out yesterday, which was the 23rd. So, it already came out. I haven't started yet, but eventually I will. If anybody doesn't know what I mean by that, Wednesday is a character named Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. So, yes, I recommend y'all. Uh, Yeah. Okay. It just came out yesterday, so that's gonna be pretty great. Um, there's also Lego City Adventure season four. It just came out November the twenty second, and I know that I think Trevor Noah is supposed to come out. That he came out the same day too. The I wish he would come. He's a comedian, so yeah, I think that that came out the same day as well, November twenty second too. Um, also, you know, I still didn't get a chance to see Black Panther yet. I heard it was good. Then I heard it was not good. That's and I was like, you know what? Let me just watch this for myself. Because, no, I don't want nobody spoiling it for me. Seeing as I saw it, like, I can tell you this right now. Trust me. It was good. It was good. for. It wasn't for everybody. People expected okay. too much for from it. It was literally okay. a grieving 
episode. It was literally oh. a grieving movie. You you grieve Chadwick. You had scenes from from them paying tribute. It was literally a tribute <laughs> to Chadwick. That's what okay. it was. And they left the door. I had open. a feeling it was gonna be like that. And yeah. then they left the door open for a new Black Panther from the Bloodline. So okay. okay. It's not going like you're not going. It's not put it this way. It's not going to be the end of the T'Challa name. That's all oh, I'm saying. Okay. That is all I'm saying. But um, yep, I do also make sure yes they say they basically I'll set it up to where they didn't have to recast him. But okay. Kept, but the name is going to be alive in the series. That's not that's not going to be bad at all. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm still going to watch it. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's it's, it's a good it's a good movie. It's it's fun for the family and for those people who are more, mainly white people. Let's just, let's just rip the band off. <laughs> white white people reviewing it. Europeans don't really matter to me because it's not for you. It really is not. Hey, it's, it's you not. don't know jack shit about <laughs> Africa. You don't know jack shit about Wakanda. You don't know, uh, bro. It's it's not even for you. Yeah, you got a point. A lot of these movies aren't even. for for certain people who are reviewing it and saying, oh, it's, it's terrible. They should have just recasted uh, T'Challa and moved on with the story. Bro, it's literally like this in the comments. Mm. If you've read the comments, spoiler alert, redacted. If we, if, look, if you, if you want to be, if I'm going to be real with you, spoiler alert, the new Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, I asked, and bleep aside, I actually said the whole name. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you actually did. Um. Also, if y'all haven't checked out this um this movie called Slumberland, I'm gonna need y'all to check that out. That movie is actually good. I enjoyed it. I really did. Not because it was Jason Momoa, but because I actually seen him play like a different, just a different character. Like he's. When I tell you, it 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 was like it's, it had like some ups and downs to it, but there was like comedy involved. It was like really really cool. It was actually seeing him like him and a kid like bonding and things like that. It was pretty awesome. Like I enjoyed it. I really really did. I recommend y'all go check that out too. If you're gonna watch it, if you got kids, you watch it with your kids. If you got you know little nieces and nephews or anything like that, watch it with them. Like that movie is actually good. I, I like it. Um, also, please, you know, as is mentioned in the tagline of the segment, stay hydrated, please. Um, also, it's cold out here. Make sure y'all stock up on your cough drops. Make sure y'all stock up on your rubber tussing. Don't be out here trying to get people no colds and you know you got a cold and you don't need to be around nobody coughing in everybody's face. We ain't got time for that. Like, stay at home. If you sick, stay at home. Um, also, please make sure you stay safe out here if you are happen to go to work or if you're happen to go to an event. Um, don't be in certain situations that you can't get out of. Don't I like to call it the hot zone. Let's just say that. Like, let's say you go to an event and all of a sudden, you know, some rounds pop off, you know, gunshots pop off. Don't run to the incident. Run away from it. <laughs> Please and thank you. Stop trying to investigate. <laughs> Stop trying yo, to be detective. <laughs> mind your damn motherfucking business, bitch. <laughs> you stupid bitch. You know like, the eyes, bitch. Man, you know, like, leave that alone. Is, bitch. 
Leave it alone. <laughs> Long titty, no nipple having ass, bitch. Leave it alone. It has nothing to do with you. Mind your business. Like, don't sit there and try to be hero. Don't do that. That's how you get in trouble. And that's how you end up getting hurt. Like, don't do that. <laughs> but, um, yes, definitely um, make sure you eat right. If you happen to be working out, don't overdo it. You don't want to, you know, put your muscles in the overdrive and then, you know, end up in somebody's hospital because you one side to, you know, be trying to be too macho for your own good. Don't do that. Please don't. You know, you don't need nobody pulling no hernias and, you know, pulling muscles. They don't have no business pulling in the first place. So please don't hurt yourself. Take your time. It's you're a work in progress. You're under construction. It's okay. Like it's all right. It's okay to progress. It's it's progression, not perfection. So it's all right. Take your time. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's all I got for y'all today. And make sure y'all eat good, eat good too. Like please. But you know, when it's time, you ready to work that off? Work it off. But be consistent. <laughs> be consistent because <laughs> it's gonna catch up it's gonna try to sneak up on you that that thanksgiving weight is gonna try to sneak up on you <laughs> they put reggie in a in a mask on nxt oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> what the fuck is this <laughs> they put him in a mask and call him the scripts Rip this fucking scripts. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, I'm also gonna shout out some November babies too. Um, my cousin's birthday is today. So um his name is Mr. Jalaris Gresham. So I'm so so proud of him. I'm proud of the father he is. I want to give him a very special happy birthday. If anybody else have any more happy birthdays later on this week, um, happy birthday to you as well. So I didn't forget about y'all. So yes, just make sure y'all being safe too, even on your birthday, be safe. Um, don't be spending your money on your birthday. Please don't do that. <laughs> Cause I <laughs> I've hung out with some people. Where literally they'll be like, oh, I'm paying for this. I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, you're not. Like, it's your day. You're not supposed to be paying for nothing. Who told you that? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's your day. Like, no, don't save your coins, okay? Let let somebody else let let somebody else splurge on you. Don't you spend nothing. It's your birthday. Right. I'm still laughing at Reggie in a mask. Man, I'm done, Reggie. I am leaving. <laughs> I am leaving. You you can't write this shit. What the fuck? I'm leaving. They put this man in a WWE 2K mask. Hold on. I, I, I can't end this show without talking about this shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what the fuck? Because we're recording this while NXT is going on. So it's like, <laughs> what, what the fuck? What oh the fuck? Oh my Hold gosh. On. Hold on. We fl- speaking of scripts, we flipping the script. We finna pull this shit up. What the, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? What is oh my gosh. He's like, I'm pulling this up today. <laughs> we about to pull this shit up today. Uh, while we're on while we're recording this shit. Cause this is you can't you can't you can't make this shit up. Like they oh thought this was God. okay. They literally thought this was okay. Your man look like some shit that I randomized in WWE 2K. Like, look at this shit right here. 
Look at this shit right here. Oh no! <laughs> what are you doing? What is this? What is this? Damn! Oh my gosh! Damn! Hell no. Hell no. What did I just look at? <laughs> what is that? I'm gonna man. I'm now oh gosh. Now I gotta ponder. What is on his face? Okay. He can't make this shit up. You know what? That's a bit that's like the best way to end the show. Cause oh I can't even I don't even know what that is. I have no clue what that is. Whose idea was this? Sean. Sean <laughs> Michaels. Gotta be. Man, okay. At this point, all y'all gonna catch the fade. This ain't right. How? What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> hold this fade. Hold this. Hold this fade, Sean. Hold this. Fade. Oh man. Yeah, man. Do better. We don't need a lot of help after this. We're done. We're done. Now, we hope you guys enjoyed this show. Hope you guys enjoyed this impromptu laugh. This is the Grudge Unleashed podcast. Hope, happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, you guys have. <laughs> Hopefully you guys had some good turkey, oh, some good, some good dressing. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that was, but hopefully you guys, <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'll cry for help. Oh my god! But this uh, this was the Gresham Lee's podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at Gresham Lee's. Follow Sweller wherever you you can you can Sweller the Bandit Three. Rebel Bandit, you know, she's everywhere on social media, but if you don't know where she is, solo.to slash uh, Swella, excuse me, solo.to slash Swella has all her links, as does my, all my links, solo.to slash uh, Gresh. We actually have an ongoing poll, or uh, it probably should wrap up already, where we was like, who should be the player hater of the year? I've had, the, the, <laughs> the list was Jay Uso, Daniel Garcia, Shelton Benjamin, Stokely Hathaway, you can reply at Gresh, at Josh Gresham ORG. Also, check out Hive. I, I think that's a new social media app. Uh, I'm on there as well at, at Gresh, literally at Gresh. I finally got the at Gresh username <laughs> on Hive. You guys can check me out on that. Uh, make sure you guys download the podcast uh, and give us a rating at www.greshandleash.com. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, we are literally winding down on episodes of the Gresham Leafs podcast, excluding the review of Survivor Series. We literally have three more episodes for the year, and then we're done. We're, we're, we're not going to have a Christmas episode because we're going to be spending time with family. You know, Christmas gets hectic, and hopefully you guys enjoyed. the. I guess we it's been a year mm-hmm. on and off of the Gresham Leafs podcast, episode one day and all the way back to January. It's been a full year, and we are literally winding down nearly 30 episodes of this podcast. And hopefully you guys have been enjoying. Cop the merch. I'm wearing one of our, our shirts now. Make sure you cop the merch. It goes to the podcast, and hopefully you guys enjoy this. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets. 
And remember, remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. Like Scott said, so we're here with the peaks and the freaks. We flexing. Flexing <laughs> on these hoes. We flexing on these hoes. And you guys stay safe out here. Because we out. Be Bye, y'all. Breezy. <laughs>